This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Reflections This season, especially the second half of it, has been insane. As I sat down at my computer to write this week's blog post, I feel a bit low on insight and inspiration. My mind and body and spirit are all longing for vacation, but there are so many things that need to be done. Things on deadlines. Things I can't just put off. I've had a few moments of stress out and overwhelm, I'll admit it, and some moments of profound joy amidst it all. I've had friends and family wow me with their love, and I've had some impatient folks too who ratchet the stress back up again. When I sat down to write this, the temptation to stress out even about this post was strong. I have to come up with something great. After all, people are expecting it, waiting for it. And it is one of my greatest joys to invite you all to contemplate along with me. But this week, I offer you exactly what I have. A muddled mind, a vulnerable heart, some things I'm stressed about, and some things I'm excited about. So, a bit of context. I was recently diagnosed with a small benign tumor on my pituitary gland in the brain. This is not a diagnosis that really changes things forever or anything. It's treatable with medication. And having read up on it, I know it's not a really big deal. So because of that, I told myself I shouldn't let it bother me. But dealing with it right now is still a big deal. And I had to give myself permission to feel that, to indulge in a bout of rare tears to just admit that, yes, it's distracting me. I'm reading medical articles when I should be writing a book. I'm on the phone with doctors and insurance companies when I should be doing design work. And then that adds to my stress because I now feel behind on all that work. Work necessary, of course, to pay for all the medical stuff. But here's the truth. This moment, like every moment, is in God's hands. I may let some people down if I can't get projects back to them what they expect. And I'm sorry for that, but maybe I need to let go of the thought that I am in charge of pleasing people all the time. Maybe I need that humbling reminder. I'm writing this on the Saturday before it will post. On and I'm recording this several weeks later. On Monday, my kids start the new homeschool year. Both of them are in high school this year, a senior and a freshman. I can't believe this there are still so many things that need done before they start. From the very practical, like rearranging Rowan's room with a new desk and organizing all the books, to the overarching, working out their daily schedules. Every year I say, we're going to have a great year. And every year, things slip. You want openness and vulnerability? I question every year whether I do a good enough job with, with my kids' education. Would they be better off with a regular school? Do I not push them hard enough? Have I done them a disservice? Are they behind their peers? Then every spring when we do our portfolio reviews, I hear, wow, you do so much. You're doing a great job. Your kids are doing great. Still, funny how hearing that once a year does not silence the questions, isn't it? Those questions are always, in all we do, so persistent. Am I doing enough? Am I doing it well enough? But here's the truth. We all always have room for improvement, yes. And we should always strive to be better and do better, not falling into complacency. But if we pour our heart into what we're doing, if we give our best, then God says, well done, beloved. 
All the things we worry about with our kids, the truth is that most of the time, they're inconsequential. The most important thing we can ever do for them is model the love of God and teach them the love of Christ. Not long after when I originally wrote this post, my family was scheduled to be confirmed in the Catholic Church. I mentioned this in my 40 Things post, but if you didn't catch that one, this may surprise you. We are so excited and joyful at this step on the path down which God has been leading our family for years. We have a few things yet to sort out before the day in terms of logistics, but this one is pure joy. I am so looking forward to that celebration because here's the truth. There are many churches in the world, but one church. I've always believed that, and I always will. The fractures that have split believers for centuries cannot fracture God, and they cannot fracture Christ. Praise God, he is bigger than our human failings and divisions, and his truth will always see us through. We'll worship now in the place where he's called us to, but we do it knowing he works everywhere. And my final muddled thought is total product placement. When I was in Chicago for a convention in July, on the trade show floor, I came across a group called Peace and All Good. They sell lotions, soaps, and candles. And after trying the lotion, which is so fabulous, I was very impressed. And then after hearing about their mission, all their products are handmade by women who have escaped from human trafficking, giving them a fresh start. I was determined to add the products to my store. When I realized that the book tie-in was actually pretty obvious, hello, Sally from Shattered Loyalty, I put it in order. They arrived recently, and y'all, these products are amazing, and I am so excited to share with you. I got three of each scent from each of the products I wanted to carry, bar soap, travel size lotion, and four ounce candles, so that I can determine which scents you all like best. So I hope you'll browse the peace and all good products available in my shop, knowing that each thing you buy helps a woman build a new life. And when you use these truly excellent products and smell the sweet scents, I hope you'll also be reminded that that's what our prayers smell like to God. Because here's the truth. We serve a gracious God who will never turn away someone seeking redemption. A God of second chances. A God who delights in taking our stinking mess and turning it into a sweet-smelling thing of beauty. Thank you, Lord. I may be a muddle right now, but you are exactly the detail-oriented, always-there, ever-loving Lord you have always been. I may be overwhelmed, but your hand is big enough to hold it all. I may not know how to squeeze everything into the hours of the day, but you are the holder of eternity. And thank you, two friends, for bearing with me when I'm in a muddle, and for bearing me up. Thank you for never being stingy with your encouragement for being enthusiastic about my stories and my store and my posts. Thank you for being shining lights in my life, especially in those moments when I need each sparkle to remind me of my purpose. Because here's the truth. You are all beautiful reminders of what this church is that we're a part of, and I thank God for you. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv podcast for other shows I know you'll love.